Hey everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. And as I'm in the mobile studio this morning, I wanted to really focus in on the mental toughness side of uh, this podcast and yesterday was a tough day for my daughter if you're a long-term listener you know that my my youngest daughter is having some long-term health health issues and yesterday was a really tough day for her um, she's currently out of hospital she's probably spent I haven't done the exact calculation but I wouldn't be surprised if it was 95% or more of her her year for 2022 she spent it institutionalized in in hospital and uh, yeah that's that's tough in itself um, and you know it's tough on the family uh, uh, being uh, mean uh, her sister and her mum and uh, every every day can be a real a real challenge for her She's been really looking forward to Christmas, and uh, at this stage, it looks like she'll be out for Christmas. At the time of recording this, it's you know, or a couple of days out from from Christmas. Uh, you may be listening to this after Christmas because I'm uh, just a, I think I'm a, an episode or so in in advance, and uh, she's been undergoing a, a number of assessments over the past probably six months quite in depth and uh, yesterday she got the the results of, of that assessment and it was some fairly hard-hitting uh, news for her just new information and so the purpose of today's uh, session here is to really zone in on what do you do when someone around you has has gotten some bad news not necessarily bad news, but how it's perceived for them. Um, what happens when they receive that news, how it impacts them, and then the role that you play in helping them uh, navigate through it. I think when it's uh, within your family, and certainly whether it's your intimate partner or a child, then our, our immediate response is, I want to remove all of that pain for that person. You know, I want to take it away. What is it that I can be doing to help that person get out of that pain? And if you think about um, what we do to condition our children when they are, are younger, if a, a child falls over, what, uh, what do you do? They start crying. And what do you want to do? You want to stop them crying. It's okay, don't cry. Uh, you know, I will give you a lollipop, I'll give you a lolly, I'll, we'll go and do this, etc, etc. We, we do a, a lot of it with, uh, with food, um, with children, you see it. And uh, what is that doing from a very young age, we're teaching people that uh, stop crying. Often that is what is said, stop crying. Why? Why are you stopping the crying? You're, you're hurting, it's okay to have a cry you'll get through the crying and then on the other side of it you'll realize that the pain disappears if you've fallen over scun your knee and there's some there's some blood coming out then uh, you know the blood will stop if you stop the bleeding and uh, the pain 
part will pass, uh, the skin will heal and it will be okay. You don't need to uh, recognize that there is pain, you need to have a lolly to take away the pain. The lolly doesn't take away the pain, what does it do? It distracts you. And then, because we're conditioning our children from a young age, we then continue to condition them as they get older and condition ourselves then that, okay, so when we're in pain, I distract myself with food. That's the bottom line with it. And so, of course, we get to adulthood and there are many people that I work with in my daily uh, work that have conditioned themselves over a lifetime when, pardon me, there is some pain, they'll have food. And you've probably heard of the term emotional eating. And that's where it comes from. And it comes from an early conditioning. So when we get news like, like this and we hear that there is something going on for our child or whatever, then if we've already conditioned ourselves that way, then we take on that burden or can take on that burden and say, well, well, I'm feeling all that pain. What does that mean for me, et cetera, et cetera. So then you do the emotional eating for you, but then you've got the child in this particular case that still has the issue and the burden themselves. So there are, there are two things. One, how do we help the person? And then how do we help ourselves deal with it as well? So for me, the way that I approach it is this, pardon me, I can't control what is going on for that person in their mind. If they're going to think bad thoughts, then I can't control those thoughts. I can try and have some impact in making them feel better and processing those thoughts, but I can't remove them from from that person because I can't step inside that person's head. It's physically impossible. All I can do is have conversations. I can control what it means for me though. And in this particular case, I won't tell you exactly uh, what it is for privacy reasons, but um, I can't remove it from the person, but I can control what it means for me. And the way that I look at it is, just excuse me for a second, (coughs) clear my throat. What it means for me is it's just extra information. It's just new information about the person. It's not life-changing for the person. It's just new data. And data is very, very powerful. So it's not the end of the world. It doesn't fundamentally change who the person is. It doesn't do any of that sort of stuff. Uh, So I put it in perspective and say, well, okay, this is what it means. Like I just said, it's not the end of the world. It's just data and fantastic. Just extra information. Great. Let's keep moving forward. And that's what it means to me. What does it mean to... Well, let me go back. I've conditioned myself over uh, a long period of time now to know that I, I just can't control what's going on around me. Uh, I can just control the things that it means to me. And when you you take that shift, it might seem like a a small shift, but it's massive in terms of how you deal with things and how you respond to things. So that's the first thing um, that that I do. And then when it comes to the person, well, I can't solve this for, for my daughter. It's something that will never go away. 
Okay, it's something that will be there for the rest of her life. And so she can either have a really bad interpretation of that, although over time as she absorbs it and as I have more conversations with her and other people have more conversations with her about her condition, then she will learn to live with it and she will learn to respond to it in a, in a different way. Uh, so all I can do is my best to have conversations with her about uh, what it means to her, what it could mean to her, different interpretations, and allow her to get the growth of the pain of growing through it. And just like putting your hand on, say, the stove, what happens when you put your hand on a hot plate? You get not an instant response, but it takes a couple of milliseconds for your brain to realize that, oh, that's a hot service, that's actually burning, ouch, I better remove my hand from that situation. Next time you come across a hot plate, you're going to be like, oh, is that on? Because that could be hot, and then you don't do it. So we get the growth, sometimes quickly, when it comes to something that we're dealing with in our mindset, it normally comes a lot lot slower, it takes a lot longer for those things to, to come through to us. Uh, but the greatest gift is pain. Because with that pain, you can grow through it. Now you can choose to have it completely overpower you and you become a, 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 a mess because of the pain. Or you can choose to grow through it. And on the other side of pain is this amazing gift that you've got because of the pain. And I know that because I've gone through very, very uh, painful moments in my life, numerous of them, and uh, not by virtue, some have been uh, forced upon me by others, and I've been grateful for every single one. Others have been generated by myself, and I've been grateful for every one. Because I know on the other side, I've become such a stronger person. And that is like, wow, that's amazing. It's been a gift. Now, you will see it as a gift if you're open to seeing it as a gift. If you think that what you've been given or the pain that you're feeling right now in this moment, if you think that's a burden for you, then I would challenge you to say, well, look at it from the other side and say, what's the opportunity you have from this pain you're going through right now? What's the learning that you can have? How do you grow through this? And when you look at it really passionately from those three perspectives, it's impossible to be negative. Whatever pain it is, say you've just had somebody pass away that's very close to you, you love dearly, there is a gift in that for you, if you want to find it. You may not find it today, but there's a gift in there for you. So that might sound very deep, but I tell you, the moment you get this, everything in your life changes. Because once you become a master of the communication with yourself, that's when you start to master life. That's when you start to take a giant step forward to what success is and you achieving success. 
you've got to be able to master your own communication because you are in control of you and it's the words that you use to yourself that will drive you with every word that I'm saying here. At the end of this, you can turn to, uh, choose to switch off and say, I'll do nothing different today. Or you can choose to improve the communication with yourself. You can choose to take things to the next level for you. You can choose to go and do a workout today, which is what I'm about to step in to do. You can choose to do nothing. You can choose to eat well today. You can choose to reach out to me at mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com and learn how to master your mindset, how to create a lifestyle for you that is sustainable through your health and your wellness. You can learn how to do those things or you can do nothing and keep doing it by yourself. You can put accountability steps in place to move you from where you are to where you want to get to or you can stay where it is that you are right now. I'm obsessed with improvement and that makes me hungry to do better and better every single day. And I do that by mastering my communication with me. And then it doesn't matter what I'm faced with every day. I focus on improving it and getting better. That also includes realizing that I can't solve all my children's problems. And even if I could, I wouldn't. Because I know that the only way that they are going to grow is if they go through the problems I can guide them, I can give them tools, but they have to do the work and go through the pain. That might sound harsh, but they've got to because when I'm not here anymore, they need to be resilient and be able to pass on this gift to their children and continue to just grow for themselves so that they can lead a a greater life than than I've led or I'm leading. I think that's the, the best gift that you can give your kids. Not about money because if you teach them all the skills that they need to be successful and communicate well with themselves, then they will have all the success that you want for them and that they want for themselves. I think that's the greatest gift. So that's me out for today. Reach out, as I said, you get a free consult with me at the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. I would love to help you take things to the next level. See you tomorrow.